so hi one of the good noise podcast i'm shane i'm glory and we're here with tom and robert from the oklahoma kid and we're asking some questions today about their upcoming album tangerine tragic so congrats on that by the way how do you feel about the response to the announcement so far oh um pretty pretty well we already released um five singles yeah damn <laughs> and uh, yeah, it's a, uh, pretty much uh, the label wanted us to to do uh, six, so the six will be uh, coming. Oh, spoiler! Spoiler ahead. Uh -oh. oh, it was a spoiler. Uh -oh. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, think, yeah. I think it's uh, kind of obvious for the most album releases, and uh, yeah, they they are all pretty different. So um, they did all like very different, and uh, but yeah, I think, and I hope that the 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 weirder ones will grow to the people. Oh yeah. yeah it's it's kind of like we you have to bring out a lot of singles. That's what we what we already noticed over the over the last couple of years. Uh, in the past we had like three or four videos and now already six singles just before the record hits mm -hmm. the shelves and uh, yeah, it's like half the album is already already out there. But uh, well, that's how it goes. Singles are a really important part to promote your music in the early stages, mm -hmm. and the overall performance from the singles, yeah, it's, it's I think it's hit or miss. Some videos are performing really good, and some actually not that good uh, uh, in terms of views on YouTube. On Spotify, it's overall pretty good, actually, really good. good. And uh, on YouTube, yeah. yeah. I mean, it depends on the music. It depends on the YouTube algorithm mm -hmm. we had uh, viewed in the past. Uh, our video with the most views is not even—I don't even like it that much personally. <laughs> but uh, yeah. some, somehow, it it it, it kind of took off for a band of our size at that point, mm -hmm. and uh, the views were rising. And we 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 didn't know what what's what's happening, and uh, the algorithm favored us for that brief point in time really good i hope to see something like that again really hopefully fingers crossed sure. hopefully yeah. <laughs> the album banged we got a uh a, a link to it amazing album i really enjoyed it it was good oh thank you uh, sorry, thank you very sorry. much yeah of course uh so is there any meaning behind the album title or cover art Pom. <laughs> um we um we had like um for for the songs and the the album name we like uh, scatter like words or phrases we mm -hmm. we like and they maybe may connect to the to the to the song content and uh yeah we had this uh, tangerine tragic it comes from a friend of us she writes some like smaller or shorter poems and uh one is called tangerine tragic so and we asked her if we could use it and she was like, oh, I'm not sure about it. And we were begging. <laughs> and she was like, okay, fine, use it. So, because, um, yeah, I kind of, I, I pushed I pushed her for giving us the name because I love it. Mm -hmm. it's, I yeah. think it's perfect for, for like a facet of like um, feelings that I uh, put into the song's lyrics. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Say, yeah, Definitely. Mm -hmm. and the cover art mm -hmm. um the cover art um mm -hmm. we um we had some ideas like with this uh, silhouette thing um 
we uh, I had um, Jay. His name is called Jay Wagner, I guess. Um, he's a photographer, and he mm-hmm. does some like crazy stuff. And uh, I texted him, but he didn't reply. So um, we had to go for a B plan. Mm-hmm. And uh, but I had like some like this vision in my head, and we asked uh, Jack. He's on. Uh, um, he's he's in some bands we we play with already, and he's doing he's, like his the basis of acres shout outs to acres yeah to acres yeah <laughs> and uh so we asked him and he uh, came up with this one and i'm um, yeah we're all happy with it and it's it's like we uh wanted to didn't want to go for like a metal-esque style so i, I think it looks pretty millennium stylish mm-hmm. something yeah. like um I'm not sure, like uh, porcupine tree stylish thing yeah. or so, and I think it's perfect because it's not like you don't expect it to be a metal band or so when you see that cover. And I think that's important for us because we don't. I mean, you heard the songs, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, and, yeah. Actually, that's really, really important for us. I have, I have always one comparison. If you turn off the audio from from some of our videos, you uh, can't tell what kind of music is it. <laughs> Obviously, it's rock music, but uh, it looks like some indie band, and, and this is really important for us. By because we don't want to fall in this in this metal in this metal niche in this in this mm. stereotypical look. Five guys in the woods uh, with crossed arms standing, yeah, standing yeah. In, like in, in a row. Uh, no, 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 that's not our cup of tea. Well, we we all grew up with with music from such bands, and we also like this kind of music. We all heavy metal death metal guys obviously but uh we don't want to represent uh, ourselves our music is kind of too diverse for mm. it so uh we're really happy with this style because it gives us it's, it's giving us more room to express ourselves mm-hmm. Definitely. For sure. yeah yeah i love that uh so can you tell us a little bit about your writing process for this album um yeah most most of the writing uh is done by Fred. He's uh, like the guitarist. Um, he's he's in the band since the first day, mm-hmm. and um, he's like um, constructing the songs uh, in the doll. And um, yeah, afterwards we may change some things for the vocals or so. And our second guitarist, uh, Andy, he's um, doing like some some cleanup or. Um, is giving his uh, yeah his, his stuff into it and uh, yeah. yeah that's that's mostly it actually so Fred is pretty much doing almost everything mm-hmm. besides like the vocals and we but we do the vocals also together it's okay. like oh. it's it's just like too hard to come up with uh, <laughs> good ideas and and yeah. also ideas that um, that the the most uh, are satisfied with. So mm. it's uh, always like a little bit of a compromise, and um, but yeah, it's, it came out pretty well. I'm I'm, I'm happy with uh, uh, how it came out. Yeah, that's good. That's yeah, good. we we improved a lot on the on the yeah. writing process. This was really hard back then. Our first EP from the 2014 uh, Fortune Teller, 
we had such a hard time to coming up with good vocals and they are not even good vocals <laughs> i listened to a couple songs uh today actually and i always uh, shake my head and then, okay what what we are thinking what is, what yeah. is this what, what are these big breaks why are there are no vocals there's too much we missed so much opportunities and in, in that regard but uh We improved a lot, but there's still a lot of headroom and uh, we're definitely looking forward. And I have to say, over time, we really got uh, more confident and we understand ourselves better in that regard. Uh, in the past, we used to argue a bit about how work is done, who has to do it. And now I think everyone comes up with ideas and we throw it all together. And in the end, yeah. You can hear it on our last and our upcoming record. It's mm. worked out pretty fine, but uh, we still obviously try to improve on ourselves every time. And uh, sure. the confidence that you guys have like now while writing definitely comes through on the record as well. So. Oh, that's nice. Nice to hear. Yeah, yeah. that's good. Hell yeah. yeah. We took some risks with a couple of songs. <laughs> definitely. Couple of songs. Yeah, definitely. Uh, so I want you two to tell us your favorite lyric off this album and the meaning behind it. You're asking the vocal guy, you're asking the bassist. Come on, or favorite part. If you can't think of a lyric, you could also do favorite part. Okay, okay, Tom. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm not sure about the lyrics, actually. Okay. It's like too, too hard to come up with, like, I have to go through the songs and it's, it's like... Um, Uh, what's the best but um, I think uh, vocally and uh, is Die Black to Pink uh, like this is the last single um, it's it's perfect I think it's perfect it's the best best vocals done mm -hmm. in, in my opinion on, on the album um, so this is also one of my favorite songs because of that um, yeah it's worked out so well With, uh, with the lyrics and the vocals, sometimes it's hard because like you make changes in the, in the studio and it's like, okay, let's switch this up. And then it's like, oh, the lyrics are, oh, but I, I love them like this, but yeah, we have to change the phrases yeah. of the pattern. And uh, yeah, sometimes it's like a compromise then, mm -hmm. but on this song, it worked out so well that, that I love it. It's perfect. That's awesome. That's yeah. good. Okay. Uh, I have to say that black to pink, as well as a really well-composed song. It's really, really round. But I also have to say it's like a really different song from what we uh, used to do, mm -hmm. well, what we also do. Uh, so I mentioned another part from uh, other song, okay. but it's not released yet. But I think I can say it because uh, the, set, the list of the tracks is already out. Okay. Uh, the song is called uh, Waldsterben, which means like deforestation or wall, uh, forest dying, something like that. Uh -huh. And uh, there's a funny part where, which is unusual for Tom. Uh, he says, what's the word scum? Uh, something like that. <laughs> you, you fucking scum? I don't know, something something along those lines. And uh, it's, uh, <laughs> it's, it's yeah, fun. that's, uh, yeah, it's, uh, and I usually don't go for like those metal cliche phrases. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. I try to be as like, um, um what's what's it called like don't go with any uh, cuss words or so yeah so yeah there's no yeah. I'm not, can, can i say the words uh, here i'm not sure i yeah. already said fuck you, okay. can, you, can, yeah. you can say fuck okay. all you want because in germany no one cares that's uh in germany you can say whatever you want uh so yeah. but um yeah uh usually don't go with the words uh because i don't 
feel like I'm I'm the I'm the right person for it to say, mm-hmm. even in uh, in those lyrics and uh, and it's yeah it's something with scum and it's like reminding me more of like a grind grind tone or so yeah, yeah. like um, uh, the time reveals what you have become and it will put an end to you you filthy scum it's so stereotypical uh-huh. what we don't try to do but it's just that one song that one part and it's a really heavy song and a heavy build up and it fits perfectly it has, yeah, it has to be done and there's also a certain part i really like that in terms of lyrics and that's i have to uh accolade myself because on the last track it's called Ohnmacht, which means uh, what's what's Ohnmacht? the pass out passing out something like that mm-hmm. and uh the 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 chorus is uh Written by me, <laughs> I think. <laughs> not the not the words, not the words, oh, okay, but okay. The, the rhythmic, the rhythmic pattern okay. is from me, and I re- and I really liked it. And I forgot about it, and our guitarist Fred uh, reminded me. Yeah, that's your part. Don't you remember? Yeah, we took it, we took it, and oh, nice, cool, right? really cool. And every time I hear it, I think uh, to myself, Hey, I did something for the band. Nice. <laughs> you made you yeah, made it on the record. It. Look at that. <laughs> I made it on the record as a bassist. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. Um, so how these are my favorite parts. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, so how did the track list for your album come about? Did you guys write the opener, be the opener, closer, be the closer, shuffle around, see what fits? What was that process like? Oh, um, do you recall? I recall exactly how it was done. Uh, I recall how it was done, but I think okay. when, when Fred, when Fred did uh, some of the songs, he had something in mind mm-hmm. for, for some of them because he's like always going for a bigger picture and he's like, uh, it's this is like his his passion he can't like when 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 he's done with a song he can't just put it away and leave it there it's like oh i did something new in this song and i changed this part and changed that so he's like Mm -hmm. all day in in those songs so obviously he put like a track list uh in there and um but we uh change it up like in in the end what would be better because like the vocals were in it and so um but i didn't care actually for to me it was like i don't care just do it however you want it to um i think everything will be fine and uh i don't even know i don't even followed how they decide by by which things actually by which uh do you know it Rob? <laughs> yeah i know i recall it exactly it's like it was like uh everyone brainstormed for himself and wrote their their favorite track list uh, and then one day everyone put it together without any external influence and then we see if there's any overlapping and ideas and this way we kind of figured out of course there were some compromise had to be made Mm -hmm. for everyone Um, and also our producer Jan uh, also had a lot of saying in terms we hold, we really hold a lot from him he's a really great guy and doing an awesome job and that's why uh, we agreed with his ideas but uh, at the end of the day i have to say uh, many people are not really listening whole records anymore i think most yeah. people are adding their favorite songs to their playlists which is what i'm doing also all the time i'm not i'm also not a whole record guy but uh, of course it's not a reason to slack on this topic and uh, there is many thought behind uh, how the how the 
record develops when you listen it from start to the finish mm -hmm. finish and i think most of the bands uh, put a lot of thought in it and we did so as well and uh, i hope uh, it works out good for the fans <laughs> and everyone listening that's good that's good sure. right. uh, so would you be able to tell us where headspace is at while you were creating this album or what our headspace mindset okay mm -hmm. um while working on it oh i think no metal no metal no metal it, yeah <laughs> some, metal, think... some metal be <laughs> yeah, different <laughs> a little bit a drop yeah yeah um i think uh fred gets his inspiration uh from from like so many different things he also calls like the projects um like uh songs he took some ideas from or so mm -hmm. uh for example uh, crazy of seal And so, so it goes with this. Uh, he always tries to take something else from all kind of genres, but not metal. And uh, mm. yeah, he listens to everything. It's 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 crazy how he kind of tweaks into it, and uh, then like pushes himself to love other music. And then yeah. he has like he's he's going through phases, and it's like, oh yeah, I just checked out Madonna, and they listen to all her albums, <laughs> and it's like, uh, so it's 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 crazy, and um, yeah, then that's in in the songs. I can I think if you know him, you can you can hear it <laughs> actually. Yeah. And um, but yeah, for the vocals, it's um, I'm not I'm not sure. That's uh different i think we go all with a little bit of difference as rob when when rob comes up with ideas they're more um like this um i don't know hardcore metal uh sing-along vibe more easy things and um ear earworm thing mm -hmm. yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, and that's uh, my thing uh i do like kind of the same and fred also always wants to go with like flowy stuff more Uh, hip hop style things faster and like da -da 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 and stuff and uh, yeah but sometimes it's inspiration for metal uh, yeah newer metal stuff too I guess yeah mm -hmm. yeah I think in terms of songwriting and inspiration which Fred takes the biggest influence on he he's uh, as already said he's uh, the main songwriter and uh, a big part are the electronic elements in our music. And I think this is something which is really important for him. Like Tom already said, uh, with Crazy from Seal, sometimes he finds some kind of synthesizer sound and he mixes up and changes it and tweaks it a bit and it yeah. reminds him of some, mostly some 90s or 80s track because mm. he's super into it and always pop music, never metal music. Mm -hmm. Like Tom already said, it's Madonna or Seal or what else, Deepish Mode. It's really big influence Deepish Mode oh sounds crazy but yeah it is mm -hmm. and uh, with the electronic parts we can express it a bit better because it's not uh, only working with bass guitar and uh, and drums isn't always the best choice and that where electronic parts really come become really handy uh, so how do you recommend your fans to listen to this album for the first time should they do it in the car with friends in the dark with headphones on Uh, should they blast it at a party? Is it a workout album? What do you personally recommend? Maybe, I don't know. I guess at least with headphones or with a good PA, obviously, because 
you don't want to listen with shitty sound, please don't listen it on your mobile phone. I'm sorry, I did speaker. that this morning. Come on, Shane. <laughs> God, I was still in bed. I had just woken up. Give me a break. I listened to it in headphones, guys. Well, okay. uh, then you can only hear snare guitar and, uh, and focus pretty much. Thanks for neglecting the bass. Okay. Okay. God, I'll, I'll, I'll listen to it after it. this. I'll let you know. I'll play it on the nice speakers. Ruined it. <laughs> yeah. The production, actually, the production is really well done for a, a band of our size. We really put in a lot of effort, and there's nothing apart from the electronic music. Nothing is programmed, or so the drums are played for real. No, no automatic drums. Nothing like that. It was all handmade, and it was a lot, a lot of work. And uh, I hope some people appreciate it. But you can also have really good results with programmed music. No, I'm, that's <laughs> not that's not what I'm saying. But uh, if you want to listen it, yeah, with nice headphones. I think with nice head nice headphones and maybe alone if you want to go for the whole thing. Mm -hmm. But if you just want to recommend some songs, yeah, show your favorite songs. Do just listen it. Do everything. Spread it like like hell. Promotion is the the end and be all of uh, being successful and playing live yeah obviously which is some kind of promotion pretty much sure. listen to it anyway except on your phone speakers the exact way i listen to it yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my God. yes um uh, yeah lance did a very good job on the um on the production because mm -hmm. i was like i was worried a little bit because the songs are also different and um uh we were also thinking about like giving the songs to different producers mm. um but it's like i never heard a metal band doing this except for the 90s or so or bands yeah. like nirvana or something like that um but yeah he did such a great job with the songs uh sounding how they should sound like like the softer ones sound soft and not too heavy and mm -hmm. they sound all organic and our biggest fear was that it sounds like to digital produce but it sounds like very organic and we're happy with it and i think uh you get the best experience out of it if you listen to like with uh, good headphones or a good stereo and uh yeah and maybe alone for the first time yeah. it's usually what i go for when i listen to new stuff uh that's like a little bit more complex mm -hmm. um yeah listen to it alone so you can enjoy and tweak into it maybe yeah, yeah. Yeah. And how did you guys listen to it for the first time? Did you listen to it alone? Yeah, I yeah. listened. I listened. I listened to it alone yeah. on my mm -hmm. uh, sound system at home. Not the best one, but it's what I'm used to. Yeah. Not with uh, headphones. And uh, it was the first master version, so not the final version, obviously, because there's some tweaking done. But uh, it was like almost the final version. And yes, it was a really awesome experience when you put in so much work and so much effort. There were mm -hmm. some, I would say, there were some uh, some tear jerking moments actually. I had yeah, some that's nice because some parts were so nice and uh, yeah, it really was a crazy experience listening to listen it for the first time. I think Tom also got a yeah. bit emotional. Yeah, it was uh, it was uh, crazy because like I tried to. We, uh, the studio where we recorded was not the studio where we uh, mix and master it. Mm -hmm. So, because mm -hmm. it was in Germany at uh, um, Go City Studios, and we did Lance Prank uh, did the production, and he's Australian. And so, 
the last thing we all heard were like um, a kind of the sketch bounce from Jan for uh, Lance. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So the sound was completely, it wasn't actually completely different, but it was like more not, yeah, finished thing. Yeah. And so, but the last time I think I heard uh, to the songs was in the studio. So I heard it over like a very nice yeah. uh, stereo. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, so I tried to distance myself from it so I don't get like lost in this in this uh, production mm -hmm. kind of unfinished production and yeah. so i waited for and then i listened to it at home and also with the uh, foobar uh to check out like the view meter and all that to, <laughs> to see if it's not uh over compressed or something please uh, yeah. minus 10 db or lower not going over the ceiling uh, and over compression <laughs> uh, to 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 less headroom and it's yeah it's my it's my uh, arc enemy, actually. Yeah. <laughs> All right, yeah. but the, the record is still really, really loud. We have to say, but uh, yeah, it's it's, it's but, very loud. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's it's hard to yeah to get the exact point, but I think Lance did a really good job, and he was really mm -hmm. super com. He was kind of nicest guy. It was it was yeah. an awesome experience yeah. with him. Mm -hmm. yeah. He was so patient. With mm -hmm. us and he has other bands which are much, much, much more bigger. But he put, he gave his all. It was that's really awesome. nice to work with him. That's good. Yeah, that's recommend, good. recommend. Hell yeah, sure. Uh, so this one should be super, super quick. Off the top of your heads, I want you two to describe this album for new listeners in three words: no more, no less. Um, emotional, soft, mm -hmm. and heavy. Nice. <laughs> oh, nice. that's perfect. That's perfect. Okay, super quick. Yeah. Mm. Yep. Diverse. Okay. There's one word from the top of my head. Di diverse. Um, you had that already. <laughs> I, I don't want to say the same words like you said. It's like, yeah, it's it's diverse. It's heavy, and it's all. Yeah, it's also emotional. It's like this. Like, yeah, but. Uh, uh, I can't elaborate more on it, but yeah, okay. these are the three words on top right. of it. That's we'll take perfect. It. Yeah. Um, so, what is uh, your favorite memory that you guys made while creating this album? Oh, favorite. Um, the I I think the favorite memory of this band <laughs> was uh, in the recording process. Um, I I had a surgery, and uh, so I couldn't record. I I couldn't do vocals for pretty long time so i had like the surgery on my um uh, on my stomach because like mm -hmm. uh it's i don't know what um how to call it um because the uh, heartburn uh, it's, yeah, no, it's, no, no, uh, it's it's like a heartburn uh, is like one of the uh problems but um it's like the closure of the esophagus doesn't mm -hmm. work like oh. too well so oh. they tighten it up okay and after that uh I had to heal up for like a month yeah and it was hard and and but the problem was like 10 months before that time i couldn't sing because like of the heartburn i had like mm -hmm. uh problems with my throat and couldn't do singing singing at all mm -hmm. so um but three months or two and a half months after the surgery i had to do the vocal recording in the <laughs> studio mm -hmm. and it was like um that one month after i got fine 
we had to start with the vocal pre-productions because we did like the 10 months before that we did just like some songs with the vague picture of the vocals mm-hmm. so we had to do like the vocals in not even a month and then we went off to the studio for uh three weeks just uh to get me uh sick and the first day so i couldn't record for the first first and a half weeks the vocals but we just went there for the vocals Did some other stuff like with the synthesizer stuff and all that but mm-hmm. i was like sick had the some throat inflammation mm-hmm. actually mm-hmm. so it was like yeah so but it was it was crazy it's but it worked out it's uh came out pretty well even though i was sick and you can you can tell i think it's not the best performance i could do on the album but um yeah, it worked. It worked. Actually. It was literally, it literally yeah. hell to get you to record this record. That was your yeah. favorite part? Yeah, I was going <laughs> to say, that was your favorite part? That's, the that's part not... where I had the surgery and couldn't sing, I had inflammation. That was my favorite part. <laughs> okay, you're masochist. There is no... Actually, this... I mean, for, for me, this album is this. Is this, like, time period, and uh, there's no... Like I, there are good parts, but I think this overshadows everything else. When I think about this this time recording those songs and thinking about the lyrics, and uh, that's the reason why we call this one song uh, "Ohnmacht." Like, because um, I couldn't work on the album before the surgery because it was like I was too stressed to think about of anything of the band and do COVID. We also didn't play live and all that, um, so it was like pretty. To me a pretty tough time but yeah i mean it was good and i hope uh, uh it will be received like good the album and uh the shows will hopefully be uh, will be fine with my throat and all that mm-hmm. and uh yeah. hopefully the next album isn't uh such a pain for you to record <laughs> oh <I hope> so. <laughs> yeah let's hope all the best yeah well, Oh. I can, uh, I can. <laughs> my favorite part was listening it to the first time. <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> right. that's, that's it. That's it. That was my. That was my favorite part for the whole process. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> done. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, so for this question, I want you to picture you're on tour. You're at a gas station for a rest stop. You're going in. What is your snack of choice? <laughs> oh. Beefy, beefy roll. Uh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> that doesn't sound very appetizing. You, you have yeah. beefy roll? <laughs> you, no, is it like one of those like thin like meat sticks? No, it's a it's bread filled with a sausage. We're Germans, we love our sausage. That's so it's like, kind of like yeah. a corn dog. I I think it's like a corn dog, but it's, is it, it's, is it it's, like it's, a super? Yeah. No, it's fully covered. The the, the sausage is fully uh, uh, c- clouded by. Uh, cloaked by by the bread it's okay like, mm-hmm. yeah. but maybe a corn dog. i have to i have to check out what's a corn dog but i have I, I that need... sounds like a corn dog. It, it sounds like a corn dog. but it sounds it a, l- a lot more fun than yeah. corn dog it, no it looks like a corn dog yeah okay it's yeah, it's beefy rolls a brand okay it's, it's pretty roll. much a corn dog yeah okay, a corn dog. Cool. yeah <laughs> or beer <laughs> no, but yeah you, you talk you ask for a snack yeah okay yeah corn dog yeah, uh, I, I I think I wouldn't buy anything because I'm always prepared and uh, gas station is just too expensive. <laughs> to buy so something. what do you what do you bring on tour then? What are you what are your snacks? Your go to snacks uh, on tour? Uh, no snacks at all. I think I just like eat the regular meals like um, breakfast. Uh, the venue pay for that shit. You wow. put that on the hospitality rider and you're like, <laughs> exactly, the venue pays yeah. for that shit, man. <laughs> mm-hmm. oh, t- 
Tom, Tom is lying, by the way. First of oh, all, he has, he, has, he has sandwiches and it also <laughs> brings uh, uh, chips from time to time. Yeah, so, no, why was, why are you withholding this that's, information? That's right, but, but not, not not the gas station. There was there was one can can I tell a short story? Yeah. Go for it. Uh there yeah. there was one like we from from driving home like mostly at nights from from the shows like back home and yeah, then we usually stop at gas stations and there was this one gas station where uh uh Pringles, like a can of Pringles mm -hmm. was usually costs like I think 220 or so. But in oh. this gas station, it was six euro. And it's like six euros is like eight dollars, okay? Yeah. So, I mean, that was like, that's, yeah. So I wouldn't pay that for, for no. those Pringles. No. no. Yeah, that's completely fair. I wouldn't drop that much money on Pringles. <laughs> but, but, but at Etchua, this would have been the best tasting Pringles you've ever bought. <laughs> yeah. It was yeah. probably like, stale because they've been sitting yeah. there for so fucking long. It's, yeah, because nobody wants to spend that much money. It's a mind thing. It's like when you're buying energy drinks from the gas station. They're like five bucks as well. And they're all oh, this tastes better than the oh, one from so the, the regular from, one. From, from the, from the supermarket <laughs> exactly yeah that's too um so on the topic of food if the band was a dish what dish would the band be and why <laughs> oh we can we i think we i can't think we can tell what person everyone is and then maybe we can like mix up something okay mm -hmm. okay that's cool okay i'll drop our drummer dave he's uh small and sweet he's a very sweet guy Aww. um would be cookies, I think. Dave's yeah. cookies. cookies. Okay. Yeah, he's cookies. He's a, a typ typical chocolate cookies with the big chunks. That's that's, <laughs> him, yeah. that's him, yeah. definitely. Um, Fred loves like Italian stuff, like uh, pasta or pizza. Mm -hmm. I think, yeah, something like this. What is um? I'm I'm not sure what I am. <laughs> it's some <laughs> vegan stuff. You're a vegan burger or something. Like that. Okay, something uh, vegan. Not... A sandwich or so. But mm -hmm. what am I? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Something with I meat, we're... I would say. <laughs> mm -hmm. Okay, and uh, Andy also also vegan, but I'm I'm not sure um, what what kind of. I think we're all too different to uh, get like one one menu out of it. <laughs> a nice a nice yeah. all you can eat buffet. There you go. Okay, that what? sounds good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe some, nice, some nice, question, like nice question. Nice question. Never, you. never had that been asked before. We like food here as much as we like exactly. music. <laughs> we, like it, we like it as well. We like it as well. Good, good. Uh, so, for these last couple questions, we're going to shift away from music. If that's okay with you guys, totally fine. Awesome. So, we're actually going to go straight to death row. Boom. So, if you're on death row, what would your last meal be with a drink? Told you we liked food. A Jesus. lot. We really like food. <laughs> Okay. Um, it's getting dark. Mm -hmm. uh, the, the Death row for what? <laughs> <laughs> what have I done? Um, <laughs> the drink. I, I would take uh, Red Bull, but the large one. Okay. The mm. large can. You want to be nice and caffeinated uh, before you die. Yeah, you want to be aware. <laughs> yeah, because of the surgery, I I, I stopped drinking something with like uh, that's carbonated. So I had the Red Bull since some time. Yeah, and. Um, food. I'm not sure. Maybe just like burger with some fries. Okay. Yeah, that's I okay. think I would go with this. All right, that's good. Mm -hmm. I think uh, for me, it would be uh, would be more a good steak, like a 
really expensive Kobe steak or something like that, some Angus beef, something you usually don't eat, something re really celebrating your death. Okay. Yeah. And, and as, as a drink, I think expensive whiskey or something or expensive mm -hmm. some yeah, some long drink or some yeah, some from some scotch or some booze something like that yeah, yeah. wow you're yeah. really making making them pay then yeah of course, of course. God, yeah you're going out with a bang going out, going out with a bang <laughs> yeah. um so if you could live in one fiction world for a week where would you live one piece what a one piece one piece is that the one with the pirate yeah of course mm-hmm But I don't know. It's, a, it's dangerous. It's dangerous. From the top of my head, I would also say uh, World of Warcraft, but it's also dangerous. Yeah. Wow, you're really going for yeah. You really no, want no, to no. die in that week? <laughs> no, maybe, maybe something calmer with uh, a lot of nice, pretty people, and uh, okay. yeah, maybe along those lines. But yeah, I think One Piece would be cool. Living in yeah. One Piece—that's crazy. But I have to be the main character. And, strong as fuck okay. <laughs> exactly right. and you can't die <laughs> i can't die. obviously can't die, can't die exactly um i think i would go for uh like ghost in the shell or blade runner maybe i think those Ooh. are uh words i would love to live in because i like this neon uh neon light stuff and uh yeah i, I think something like this or maybe um the the sci-fi stylish thing of uh, metal gear like with all those crazy things there are happening that are but connected to the reality i mean all those um cyberpunk things mm -hmm. are like the same i would say so yeah something like this perfect i love these answers all right so i have the honor of asking the last question every single person you spoke to has actually said it is the most important question Okay. What is your favorite color? Tom's background. I love I love yeah. pink. I, I have yeah. I've like I like many colors, I guess, but pink is like I think the go-to color since my childhood. Right. That's a very nice shade of pink behind yeah. you. It's good. Yeah, it's really nice, right? Yeah. I, love I love it. it. Yeah. 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 Blue. Nice. Done. Awesome. Yeah. That's blue i like blue okay there's any shade of blue or do you have a specific shade that you're like oh yeah that's that's that color more dark okay more Ooh. dark blue all right yeah, yeah. okay Good. uh so as glory said that's all the questions we have today is there anything that you guys would like to plug um thank you for the interview of course um of course. that was uh pretty nice and i hope like the people who are listening to this uh check us out and enjoy uh the the songs or the album that are coming out that is coming out in like a month or so mm -hmm. and uh yeah thank you thank you very much that's what of course uh okay i i have uh, okay you first no you, i was gonna sign off okay. so you can say whatever you'd yeah, like go ahead. okay 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 uh, i have to go the more sellout route and i have to announce a bit of more of stuff uh okay our record coming out tangerine tragic coming out on the 3rd of june this year so less than a month and uh yeah please please follow us on all our social medias and uh, if you're a fan of the music spread the word help us we are still a pretty small band so it would be really nice if you help us growing just with a couple of clicks a couple of likes would be mean the world to us really it's like as times are getting harder and harder to get big because there's so many great musicians out, out there and uh yeah we 
we re we really want it. And, <laughs> uh, yeah, and check out check out us check uh, us out on Instagram and on TikTok. I think it's Instagram is the, the Oklahoma Kid official, and on TikTok is something the Oklahoma Kid. And yeah. That's pretty much it. Thank you. Thank you very much. All right. Perfect. Uh, well, thank you for snowless guys. It's been the Oklahoma kid and we have been the good noise podcast.